Albert Elise is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Bubba Rodriguez again. Yo, welcome back. It is I, Finister, the host of this dirty little podcast known as the Houston Dynapod Podcast. It's a little redundant, isn't it? I was wondering that with the name. If I'd had to say Dynapod Podcast, or if I could just say Houston Dynapod. But I think if you don't add podcast, people don't know what it is. Possibly, right? It's a Thursday. We're going to be knocking player profiles out left and right, all over the place. Like uh, like Aaron Judge with a chin-high fastball into left field. It's a baseball reference for my little footballers out there. Judge can hit a ball. Uh, today we're going to do, and we're going to break down Fabrice Jean Fafa Pico. Pico. I heard somebody say his name is Pico. It was uh, Sean on Generation Orange. I say Picot, but, you know, I'm a gringo. Estoy gringo. Uh, he's a newbie. We got him from Dallas. He's been around a little bit. He's uh, not too old. He's, what, 30? Yeah? 29. He's 29. 30. I'm fucking bad at math. He's 30 years old. So, Fafa is born February 23rd, 1991. He is an American soccer player who plays as a forward, probably a right winger, for our club, our one and only club, the Houston Dynamo of Major League Soccer. Fafa is born to Haitian immigrants in New York City. I can only imagine, right? I'm not from New York. I grew up close by. I've been to New York City. I'm a little older than Fafa. If you guys never went to New York in the 80s or early 90s, it was fucking rough. It was different. A lot of crack. Crack is whack. Crack killed Whitney. Don't do drugs. And if you are, stick to the normal ones, okay? Like pot and cocaine. You can smoke pot until you're like, Actually, you can smoke pot forever. Willie Nelson does it. But if you're going to get into sales, you're going to need to switch to that yayo, that white lady. So Fafa was born to Haitian immigrants in New York. He comes from a multi-generational soccer lineage. What that means for those of you that didn't pay attention in English class is that his parents, his dad, his grandfather, they played soccer. They played football. His grandfather played for the Haitian national team. And Fafa's dad, Leslie played professional indoor soccer with the Philadelphia Fever in the MISL. Now, Fafa grew up in the Upper West Side near Riverbank State Park along the Hudson River. When he was nine, though, his parents moved him to Miami for a change of life, yeah? Probably got tired of the fucking cold. It's really cold in the Northeast. We saw cold here for like four days and the whole damn state shut down. Remember when Ted Cruz went to Cancun and blamed it on his daughters? Classy Cruz. So, at nine years old, Fafa goes to Miami. Okay? Um, At 16, he is going to move to Italy and start his youth career. While he's there, he learns Italian so he can connect with the culture better. I wonder what Italian women thought of a Haitian New Yorker. I wonder... All I know about Italian women are the, the friends I grew up with, my Italian friends. Um, the hair, the constant chain smoking, and the pro-fucking-vanity. My uh, my friend's mom, Italian lady, 
She used to buy us cigarettes all the time. All the parties were here at his house. So Fafa goes to Italy. He starts off with the youth reserve team of Italian club Cagliari. But after five years, okay, so at 21, he, uh, he leaves. You want to know why? According to Wikipedia, frequent racism during his time there. It's everywhere. Racism, right? Not Italians. They're everywhere too. But racism's everywhere. Fucking stop. Stop being racist. So Fafa decides, you know what? Italy didn't work out. Let me try something different. So he goes to the NASL Player Combine in 2012, and scouts working for the Tampa Bay Rowdies decide, we're going to give this guy a one-year deal. Picard becomes known for his quickness and pace, along with his vision and technical abilities. Before he starts his career with the Rowdies, he breaks a bone in his foot, which causes him to miss the preseason as well as the first month and a half of the regular season. He comes on May 19th to make his professional debut. Sounds like Yogi Bear. Howdy, Mr. Ranger, sir. Uh, he makes his professional debut in a 3-2 victory against the Atlanta Silverbacks. He makes 18 appearances that year in league play. The Rowdies win the Soccer Bowl of 2012. Such a fucking American name. Let's call it the Soccer Bowl. It's almost like Super. Maybe the dumb NFL fans will get confused. and be like, oh, the Soccer Bowl's on. Uh, Fafa scores no goals that season. In his opening season, this quick winger with his pace and his vision and technical abilities scores no goals. Because of this, at the end of the 2012 season, the Rowdies decline his contract option. So, like a 90-year-old man with emphysema, Fafa decides, you know what? I'm going to go to Fort Lauderdale. He goes to the Fort Lauderdale Strikers. Okay? He makes his debut April 12, 2014 in a 2-0 win over the Ottawa Fury. He scores his first goal on April 26th in a 3-2 win over Tyler Pasher's old club, the Indy 11. Picard has a breakout season with the Strikers. 12 goals and 24 appearances. Second best in the NASL that season. The Strikers go to the Soccer Bowl of 2014, but they lose to the San Antonio Scorpions. Hella crazy-ass names. Soccer clubs have some crazy names, don't they? This success allows Fafa to leave Fort Lauderdale. Most people have to die to get out of Fort Lauderdale, right? Because they're fucking old. Fafa, in January of 2015, goes to Czech team Sparta Prague. Six months later, on June 17th, he's released. He never makes a league appearance for the club. He comes on in the 84th minute in the Czech in a Czech Cup Czech Cup match against Jablonik. Jablonik. During his stay with Sparta, he was mostly on their U21 side. In September of 2015, Fafa signs a one-year contract with German Bundesliga 2 side FC St. Pauli. He signs with the option of a one-year extension. He makes his debut on September 14th in a win over MSV Duisburg, and he has an assist. March 11th, it's a long time from then, right? That's, what, six months? Fafa scores his first goal in a 4-3 loss. He scores twice a month later in a 2-0 win over VFL Bochum. He ends his first season in Germany with four goals and one assist from 16th appearances, and his club finished fourth in the table. That performance got his contract extended. 
So in April 2016, they extend his contract for two years. That following season, Fafa comes on six times with one assist in league play, as well as two appearances in the one of these German Cups before he's sold in the winter. Guess where he goes? He goes to the city of brotherly love. Not San Francisco. Philadelphia. Don't get it confused. Okay? Philadelphia is still the city of brotherly love, even though their fans are the fucking worst. So on February 2nd, 2017, he comes back to the U.S. He makes his MLS debut in their home opener against Toronto FC. He doesn't get his first goal until May, but when he does score, it's a 4-0 performance against D.C. United. They kick their ass. Fafa's going to score again in a 2-0 win over his current club and our club, our one and only club, the Houston Dynamo. On October 22nd, in the final game of the season, he scores twice and has an assist as the Union defeat Orlando City. That performance got him on the MLS Team of the Week. He appears 28 times that season. He registers seven goals and three assists. He appears twice in the U.S. Open Cup. Despite that strong season from Fafa, the Union finish eighth and they miss out on the playoffs. Now, ahead of the 2018 season, Pakal's going to be suspended for three matches because he used offensive language with Pierre de Silva during a closed-door scrimmage against Orlando City. Pierre, don't be a pussy. Okay? If you're going to dish it out, Pierre, also know how to take it. I wonder what did he, what did he say? We're throwing out, you know, people of color for offensive language? Oh, it's 2018. I guess they were still doing it then. That was right before uh, Harvey Weinstein and the Me Too movement took over the world. That was fucking fun. That was a real fun time to be a white male. Not that I'm complaining. Okay? I'm not. Some of those dudes were fucked up. Louis C.K. making women watch him beat off. Fuck is wrong with you? You're famous. You can find someone that will do it. You don't have to force them to do it. Harvey Weinstein. You have millions of dollars. Go to a spa. Robert Kraft does it. That's the Patriots owner. Hate them. Uh, so in the 2018 season, Fafa makes his first appearance on April 7th. He gets an assist. He is named to the bench for the MLS Team of the Week. Good job, Fafa. June 2nd, he gets his first goal. This guy, go, this guy has droughts, man. I'm noticing this. He has these long droughts with no productivity. But he's, he's, got, he's playing. He's getting appearances. Maybe he's not really a scorer and a creator. Maybe he's more of a, a track back winger. You know, I guess we're going to see. We know that's what Tab's looking for, guys. It can go both ways on the pitch. Uh, September 19th, Fafa's going to score three minutes into stoppage time and a 1-0 win. He has two goals and one assist in a single game as the Philadelphia Union smoked the Minnesota United 5-1. to one. That got him on the MLS Team of the Week. Fafa's going to end the regular season with 10 goals and five assists and 29 appearances. The Union make the playoffs. Ooh. In the first game, Fafa plays the whole game in the playoffs. And they lose to New York, to NYCFC. Pakal has four appearances and one assist in open cup play, hoping, helping the Union reach the final. We were there, I was, where the Houston Dynamo absolutely beat the shit out of them. 3-0. Man, we fucked them up. That wasn't even a game. The LAFC match was... was fucking tense, right? That little guy, 
what's his name? That uh, Tyler saved the pen, the PK. Ah, I can't remember his name. It's a little tiny guy. Anyway, so they go to the Open Cup final, and our club smashes them. We fucking take them to the shed, and we pump them. In 2019, Fafa's going to make his appearance and score his first goal on May 1st in a win over FC Cincinnati. So 2019 is a little bit slower for Fafa. He's got 32 appearances, four goals, and four assists. The Union finished third in the Eastern Conference. They make the playoffs again. Against the Red Bulls, Fafa scores in the 78th minute to level the score at three, and then he gets the assist on the goal in extra time as the Union win 4-3. to three. Because of this, Fafa gets the start in the next playoff match against Atlanta United, but they lose. Atlanta United's good. There's nothing shameful about that. Now, following this season, Fafa gets traded to FC Dallas for three hundred grand. Right? Not bad. It's cheaper than Chicharito. Fafa's going to debut for Dallas on February 29th in a win against his old club, the Philadelphia Union. Fafa scores his first goal on August 29th. The season's almost over by them. Because of this, this goal, right? Two days later, he's on the MLS Team of the Week. On October 31st, oh, shit. He's going to score twice and pick up an assist. So he's involved in all three goals that give Dallas, fuck those fucking fucks, a 3-0 win over our club, the Houston Dynamo. That gets him on the Team of the Week. Guess what happens next? That fucking virus that came around because a pig and a bat had sex on a carnival cruise line, COVID-19, shuts the shit down. Pakal plays in 18 of 23 regular season games in uh, during the COVID year. He gets three goals, two assists. Dallas finished fifth in the Western Conference. Fafa starts both of their playoff games. They reach the semifinals, but they lose to the Seattle Sounders. Bro. Dallas fucking sold a lot of people. I think Dallas is going to have a rough time this year. That's good. They deserve to. Now, early Christmas present, December 17th, 2020, Fafa gets traded to our club, the Houston Dynamo, for $275,000 and a potential $50,000 extra based upon his performance. So <clears throat> Dallas took a $25,000 loss. That's chump change. Matt Jordan wipes his ass with twenty-five grand. Now, internationally, Fafa has played uh, for the Haitian national team. He appeared to face Chile in an international friendly. Uh, he was called up to the U.S. senior team in 2016 for a friendly against Puerto Rico. Remember, his parents are Haitian and he was born in New York, so he can play for either one. I think it should just be where you were born. Simplify this shit. Okay? Uh, he gets a second cap on October 11th, 2018, in a friendly against Colombia. Not a lot of international time, but he has been there. Now, his personal life, okay? Because we have wrapped him up. This is a lot quicker than Darwin Quintero. Thank you. That shit took forever. Now, Fafa has maintained a connection with his Haitian roots, and he still holds passports from both the U.S. and Haiti. He also loves Haitian cuisine and music. He especially enjoys cooked plantain, and his friends and cousin are in a Haitian band. Ready for this? I'm going to prove that Fafa is smarter than every single one of us that are listening to or making this podcast right now. 
This guy speaks seven languages, and he's fluent in five of them. English, Creole, French, Italian, and Spanish. He also can speak a little Portuguese and German. While in Italy, he built some pretty close relationship with players who are now in Syria, and his agent is Italian. Obviously, the players he still talks to were not racist towards him. So let's look at his career stats. Pakal has played in 211 games, 38 goals, and 22 assists. That adds up to 60 goal involvements in 211 games. Let's do some math. That's one goal involvement every three to four games. Where does that put him on our roster in relation to other people? Um, towards the bottom so far. Because we're covering only forwards right now. So in terms of the forwards, he's near the bottom in the amount of goal involvements he has. But he's appeared in a shit ton of games. Right? He has. So he's obviously not always out there to score and create. He's got to be our defensive guy. I'm just guessing. We haven't seen him play yet. You know, I, I don't watch FC Dallas. I don't have a fucking reason to, unless they're playing us. I don't. Now, what do I expect from Picard this year? I think he's going to compete with Lassiter on the right side. Lassiter is my dark horse. I am saying it. I think Ari Lassiter has the potential to be our starter there. I think it's going to take some time to figure out that right side. Some people are thinking Mateo Bahamic, based on a poll on Twitter. People think Mateo is going to be the guy that's important. Bro, Mateo ain't going to see the field that much. He's just not. So statistically, what do I expect from Fafa this year? Let's go with four goals. No, let's go with three goals and four assists in 25 to 30 appearances. Hell, I'm, I'm going to throw in a... I'm going to say he even gets suspended for yellow card accumulation. We're getting fucking deep into the stats now. So guys, that's it. That is our player profile of Fafa. We're rolling one out every single day because I have a three-day weekend and I got to get these profiles done before the season kicks off. Until next time, when we start talking about midfielders. Have a good one. Stay frosty and go Dynamo. Albert Felice is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's a double. And it's Bubba Rodriguez again. 